John, I hate to go over this again, but I still don't see why I can't claim uh, Siri, my personal assistant, as a dependent on my taxes. Well, I'll tell you what, perhaps, you know. I found this on the web for my personal assistant has a dependent on my taxes. Check it out. Siri, stop. Oh, my God. That's good. Hey, you know what? Did you you hear her mouthing off to me? Did you hear that? I did. She's a kid. She's a dependent. I say she's a dependent. Okay. Well, I'm going to check with my living girlfriend here, Alexa, and I'll find her name. Uh Oh, be careful. Maybe we ought to do the show so we can get out of this loop. Okay, I will talk <laughs> about this later, but I'm not I'm not sure of this. Look, I supply okay. utilities and all. Never mind. I'm not going to get into okay. it now. Hey, it's the bro show, and you made it. Oh, Fantastic. I did. I, uh, John, <laughs> once again, I, I'm, I'm talking to the audience. I'm talking I, I, to I'm, the audience. Well, I'm a listener and a personality, both. <laughs> okay, we're going to go with this. Get so no, because, the, no the, the deal is I got to be a listener because I have to listen to you. It's all good. It's all good. Thing. I don't have to. I do. I, just, I want to listen to you. Excuse me. Okay. Do you, well, we do you really? Here. All right. Let's what get on with on? the show. Hey, you know, I want to welcome everyone. If you're a first-time listener, uh, yeah, this is The Bro Show, and my name's Jerry. And my name's John. Uh, we talk about four things. With any luck, we'll remember what they are. And, right. uh, yeah, and we are actual brothers, I should, mm. just for the record. You know, we've known each other, <gasps> well, 74 years. Ooh, yes, and counting. <laughs> And counting, yeah. Tick tock, tick tock. So, yes. Oh, boy. Uh, it's an exciting time. And, uh, you know, people who want to be notified when our shows drop need to go to bro.show. You don't have to put the www there. There is no .com or .net or any of that stuff. God. Just go to bro.show, and there's a subscribe button there. You hit that, and you'll be notified every Saturday morning right after serial and cartoons you get notified that there is a show ready for you to listen to once a week not that bad no no it's not that bad there's no hassle there's no nothing uh it doesn't cost you anything you don't get pestered about anything it's a pretty pretty good life if you want my opinion hey you got a shirt on i do i do I'm wearing a Celebrate t-shirt. Celebrate your life. Okay, that's the one we did around Thanksgiving, isn't it? Yes, it is. That's why I'm wearing it. It's a Bro Show t-shirt. We have many of these. And uh, what are you wearing? I'm wearing the Season of the Meerkat. Uh, The three batters getting ready for a meatball to come across the plate so they can swing those bats. And the Bro Show, www.bro.show t-shirt. Yeah. This one is is a... uh, it is a a, uh, a long sleeve T-shirt, so yes, it is very appropriate to wear. Um, actually, it'll be more appropriate tomorrow when it's a little cooler, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, we got cold weather coming too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we got that settled. Don't we have a sponsor? Oh, we do. We Animal Legal Defense Fund, and their mission as a five hundred one c three organization is to protect the lives and advance the interest of animals through the legal system. And how do they accomplish this? by filing high-impact lawsuits to protect those critters from harm, providing free legal advice to other lawyers, training them too, and supporting tough animal 
protection through legislation. And most important, this wonderful organization has swag. Oh, do they ever. They have great t-shirts. And, you, you know, they have long sleeve t-shirts, short sleeve t-shirts. They depict uh, various animals, triumphant animals, I might add. They don't, they don't do that. Oh, won't you adopt this dog? They don't use that approach, you know. Yeah, for instance, their their free the orcas T-shirt, almost in, uh, intimidating, you know. Yeah. Which I got yeah, one. Right. I've got one of those. So I've got some of their swag, and you know we have swag too, John. And just like the Animal Legal Defense Fund, when you buy a, a, one of the Bro Show T-shirts, the money goes to the Animal Legal Defense Fund. Why that way? Yeah, it's a it's really slick, very efficient. Okay, one wow. of those four things we talk about, John, is is a rabbit story and that's actually the first thing we talk about so we better get on it and our rabbit story for today is rabbit punch now you take a look at this term and you figure out rabbit punching it's a drink right it's a drink (laughs) yeah it's a rabbit punch oh boy yeah boy hippity hop But you look at it and you say, well, that can't hurt that much, a rabbit punching you. But the, unfortunately, the rabbit isn't the puncher. They're the punchy in the definition. And actually, it's got a, it's more in line with talking about humans because a rabbit punch is actually pretty lethal. It's pretty good yeah. It's yeah. A, It's hitting the back of the head. It's a strike to the back of the head. And mm. this term actually came uh, – we have to go to the Wayback Machine back to 1915 when it was used – to describe the blow that one gave, a hunter perhaps gave when he would kill a rabbit with a sharp strike to the back of the head. And actually, you kind of described maybe the position yeah. the rabbit might be in. Yeah. Uh, this he, is, he, I, I, not that I know anything about this, and I would never do this to a rabbit, but, you know, I've seen things, John. I've seen some oh things. Uh, you hold things. up the rabbit by their hind legs, and oddly, the rabbit doesn't do a curl and come toward you to bite your hand off. Instead, it goes the other way and arches its back backwards. Oh, and then the neck is exposed. One little karate chop and it's all over. Sorry. Wow. Rabbit. Too bad. Well, so I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. Okay, I'm all right. Don't worry about me. Go ahead. I know it's it. Let's get let's move on because we don't want you to get the grief grief and this kind of stuff. Okay, so here we go. Why is this so dangerous to a human? Well, unfortunately, the back of the head near the neck is where the spinal cord is. And there's yeah. that portion of that neck which is not protected. The skull protects your, your brain. But between your body and your head, there is that more uh, vulnerable position that uh, is less protection. And if you get Ooh. hit there, it can cause brain damage and even death. Ooh. So where is this most likely to take place? Well, this is a kind of term that if you follow boxing, you probably know already because a rabbit punch is a punch that a boxer would do with his gloves on to the back of the head. And uh, but the problem with this is and you've, everybody's probably seen a boxing match and seen it is that it's hard to prove that the fighter is actually doing it intentionally because when he's in a clinch, he's going to very mm-hmm. naturally move his arm around and stick the glove right there at the back of his head in order to kind of bring the, the boxer closer and get him in a clinch. And the other thing is that boxers are moving their head, bobbing, weaving, this and that. And quite yeah. often their head is going to be turned in a way in which the the other boxer can't help but hit him. So if punishment is going to be dished out by the referee, 
he's going to have to decide first whether that's an intentional punch or unintentional and how hard it is and what damage has been inflicted and he mm. can deduct points or he could even stop the match. So uh, that's the reason that usually, you know, it's, it's hard to predict. And if, if it did, they, the, the, the uh, you know, the referee could, could take the necessary action of either disqualifying the individual or maybe deducting points. And as a result of all this, is there really any cases where it's happened? Well, the only cases where it's happened, the referee didn't even stop the match because it's hard to detect it as being intentional. And maybe this one wasn't, but a person has gotten hit back and. There's one uh, very uh, doc- very well-documented uh, boxing match back in 2015 in which the fighter was hit in the back, and he actually continued boxing. And it wasn't until the fight was over with, and he went into the uh, in the training room, whatever, he went back in, and he, he got sick. And within a day, he was in a coma. And so that's the only wow. one that's really happened. So it, there is, you know, it can happen. It doesn't happen that often. But that's how we get rabbit punch. Okay, so bottom line, it's not a drink. No, you know, I, I didn't do the deep dive into that. Uh, perhaps I should have. Uh, I, I applaud you for looking at but that's okay. that. That's okay. That's okay. I can live with that. I just needed to know, and I think I got it. I was just summarizing. Oh, okay. Okay. Very good. All right, that's yeah. It. That's, now we have a word, deal. John. Now we, we do it. Now we have a we, word. The second wow. thing is a word. Very good. Yeah. And maybe you can enlighten us with that word. I would love to. Uh, this is a word that is actually two words. You know, these these two words go together. And so here is our word that is two words. Riot girl. Hmm. That's mm. an interesting spelling, too. Girl. Yes. R-I-O-T-G-R-R-R-L. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay, let's. Let me read you the definition. I, I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to get it right. Okay. Riot Girl, <coughs> Riot Girl is an <laughs> underground feminist punk movement that began in the early 1990s within the United States in Olympia, Washington, and the greater Pacific Northwest. It has expanded to at least 26 other countries. Riot Girl is a subcultural movement that combines feminism, punk music, and politics. It is often associated with third-wave feminism, which is sometimes seen as having grown out of the Riot Girl movement and has recently been seen in fourth-wave feminine punk music that arose in the 2010s. Mm. Okay. First of all, this is very interesting, John. Well, you know what? I did a little further dive into the definition of this word and mm. noticed the movement has been an inspiration for a world in which women can openly express anger, rage, and frustration. And yes. I am proud to say that I think my wonderful wife was a pioneer in this movement. <laughs> And you were very helpful to her. <laughs> I was by and, enraging her. <laughs> I remember. Oh, John! <laughs> I can't believe you did that one. You went there, didn't you? You went there. I that did. I good. couldn't help it. That was good. 
You know, it seems like we're making light of this, but we're not actually. No, we're both pretty. No, very it's, supportive. it's a pretty serious. It's it, it is. We're supportive, and and I think the, the the music that's behind it is 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 really a nice way to get the the movement uh, in another wave. And yeah, uh, all good. Yeah, and and also to get to, uh, it's a process. But if you're oppressed or experiencing, you know, you're on the wrong end of a deal all the time. You get frustrated and it's oh, yeah. kind of like static electricity building up <laughs> and you have to get rid of it. Right. And that's sure what do. punk music. That's what punk music's all about. It really is. And you know, the interesting thing about punk music, and this certainly pertains to the right girls is that it, uh, unlike all other forms of folk music and it is folk music, it is uniquely suburban. Ah, yeah. I didn't know that. That's good. Yeah. That's one of the weird, strange things about it. And uh, the feelings people feel are no less valid than any other group that has come out of a bad situation and, and expressed it in their music. You know, mm. so, uh, you know, I give a lot of cred to uh, punk rock and I, this Riot Girl thing, you know, I remember hearing about it, you know, 10, 15 years ago, but I didn't give it enough attention. And I'm glad we ran into this. <laughs> So don't we have a two takes that really centers around a specific group? I think it group? sure does. And we got That's that right. group. We we nailed it. And that group is the Linda Lindas. And it, we ran into this because I did it. Because I, I noticed that Green Day is going to start up another tour in 2024. And they've already named the bands that are going to be in it. And I noticed one of the bands that they're going to have is called the Linda Lindas. And the Linda Lindas is a rock band from L.A. Uh, and they're yeah. and, and they the members of the band, which are three guitars and drums, consist of two sisters, a cousin, their close friend, and they're very very young. They range they range in age of thir- from thirteen to nineteen, and they're part Japanese and part Latin. And I notice when they give the word Latin, they put an X at the end of it, which is an indication that they're they're you know indicating that they're they're putting their gender, expressing a gender uh, statement. And I thought that was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, they are. Yeah, now, you know, they couldn't, cool. they couldn't really, uh, it, it only started like in 2018. Well, I think their father was responsible for trying to pull together a, a variety of musicians to, 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 to uh, for the purpose of doing a, a, co- a pickup cover band on a one-off uh, experience they had. And they realized that a couple of these, these girls got together, like the sisters did, and they realized that they're pretty good together. And they brought on their cousin and this other one uh, lady who they knew, a close friend. And before you know it, we've got we've got the Linda Lindas. Um, yeah, and they source. started, uh, three of them started when they were toddlers singing together, as I recall. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And wow. the, name ahead. Itself, Sorry though, the name itself is, uh, is from three sources I came up with. There is actually a 2005 Japanese movie. Which uh, is called Linda, 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 and uh, it, it has punk music in it, and it's a it's a teen, it's a teenage uh, movie, and so the title was based on a song called Linda, Linda, which was done by a Japanese punk band called Blue Heart. Oh, and I actually listened Blue to Heart. them. These 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 guys they jump around like crazy. I mean, it almost looked like they was they were racing or doing speeding up the the film as I I took a look at. Speed it. speed would be the main word there. Yeah. And sure enough, Linda actually means in Spanish pretty. So if you say Linda, 
Linda's, you're saying pretty Linda's. And uh, that refers to yeah. the, the band itself. And yeah, so 2018 is not that far uh, back. And you know what they've done since then is they pushed through the pandemic. And uh, well, actually, before that, what they did is they they noticed uh, they were noticed by Amy Poehler, who uh, wanted some music for her movie that was coming out called Moxie, which is really a very good movie. We could have done a two takes just on that movie. We could. Uh, and they were in it. They were they were featured in in the movie. And that kind of got them going. They started recording. Uh, they recorded some songs and through they went through the pandemic, writing songs, making videos and the video went viral and yeah. uh, became a real big hit. And then they, it goes on. They went, were on a TV uh, with Jimmy Kimmel Live and they released a single. And they also then had a uh, they did a tour in 2022 and uh, that tour uh, world tour had them playing uh, with a, a couple of other groups and that got them, uh, the movie continued on and they did an album in 2022, uh, an album they got rave reviews from the New York Times and also- Yes, it did. Uh, yeah. And I guess what, and there's a group, maybe you, you know a little bit more about it, the Paramore that they were able to open for in, in the yes. summer of 2023. So, well, you know, before, even, before, even before that, yes, they do get around. Even before that, uh, they they open for Bikini Kill, ah. and they do want to yeah they do one of Bikini Kill's uh, songs called Rebel Girl, and so you know that was that was like their hero, you know Kathleen Hanna, uh, the the front lady for uh, Bikini Kill, that is she's the inspiration for so many great things that happened in music in the Seattle area, including grunge. She inspired uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Uh, you know, that Kurt Cobain did in Nirvana. So, you know, she's got roots. She's a bona fide uh, influence and a great singer and performer. She uh, initiated the phrase girls in front. So when they do a concert, that's the first thing that comes across the mic. Girls in front, guys get in the back. That's, well, their, that's me, how they do it. To me, the litmus test that's was I, when I found out that they were actually in, in Chicago this past year at the Lollapalooza and that to me sounds yeah. that they're on their way, if not already Yeah, they there. played, they, like you said, they played with Paramore in Chicago. And yeah. uh, Paramore is a great group also. They have a, a lady front person who does, you know, most of the vocals. And uh, I think she does some writing too. Uh, I have I've followed Paramore for a while and they're a wonderful group and they have great music. Uh, and uh, she does a really good job. So that was a good gig for them. Uh, right now, I think about this time over Thanksgiving in that area, I think they're doing a tour of the West Coast, it's true. Seattle down speak. to L.A. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of cool. They're a real they're a real deal, John. There, there's nothing inauthentic about this group. And, and if you watch them, by the way, I would recommend we didn't put any links, I don't think, to any of their videos. Uh, but, you know, you can just go to YouTube and enter Linda Linda's and you will see some really great videos. They do a really good job. How would you describe their music? You know, if you were going oh, okay. to try to good know. question. Yeah, good question. It you know, it is punk, uh, but I'd say it's punk pop, and yeah. some of their stuff is uh, in, in that they get that designation uh, because some of their songs are a little less, um, a little more mainstream, a little less uh, punk, but. And that's that's what you do when they call you punk pop when you do that. 
But they've also got some pure punk songs that they perform that are, you know, very pointed and, and, and pushy and, and aggressive and good. You know, they, they speak to social issues and issues for women and stuff. So they do they do an incredibly good job of representing. And I like the music a lot. I like punk music for the reasons I, I said earlier, is that it's a great method to discharge built up static cling in your mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, it gets rid of it. You know, people often wondered, well, how can you go to one of those concerts and go in the mosh pit and crash around with all those other people? And afterwards, you feel calmer. You do. <laughs> it works. It works. Release. Yeah. Release that. Release. Yeah. Hey, you know, so, I, when I look at ahead, this Jeff. group, I look at this group, I kind of think about, I, I said, I got to get the idea why they're going to be with Green Day. Because to me, I think oh, Green yeah. Day might have been a little influenced. Number one, the kind of music, it kind of borders a little bit on that border between pop and punk. In addition yeah, to does. the fact that they got the social issue thing, which is a really yeah. big thing for, for Green Day. So I thought yeah. this is a natural. If so uh, they, it'll be great to see them. And, and the energy these these women have on the on on stage is really good. I mean, they're jumping around, hopping this and that, whatever. It's really neat. Oh, I yeah, think that's they, an, they do the jump. That Japanese influence is is there, yeah. you know, in terms yeah. of the way the energy that you see in, in Blue Heart from 2005. And you say, well, oh, now I get yeah. you get kind of the idea. How come these ladies are bouncing around a little bit? Oh, yeah, they, they have great stage presence. Uh, it's not often you see a group of high school girls and get on a stage and, and totally command an audience, you know, th- thousands of people. But they can do it. They've, they've got their chops. They've got the musical talent, but also they've got, they have a good show. They put on a good show. That's for sure. Well, okay. it'll be good to see them this, in 2024. They'll be, they'll be with Green Day uh, in their tour all over the country, a lot of different cities. So there'll be an opportunity for everybody to see them. All good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you heard the most recent, uh, one of the recent Green Day songs, Look Ma, I Ain't Got No Brain. Have you seen that? <laughs> oh, no. It's terrible. It's, it's really on the edge. It's, on the edge. <laughs> it's worse than a, The American Dream is Killing Me. That's another one they just released. Oh, yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time to be alive. There's some great music out there. And, you know, if you just let yourself go a little bit, you can get there. All right, Sounds dude. Good. Hey, yeah. how about some groaners? Our groaners are provided to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr. And he's got uh, Thanksgiving on his mind because he's given me a turkey groaner. Okay. So here it is. What do you call a turkey's evil twin? What do you call a goblin? Very good. A gobble ganger. (laughs) But that's close enough. I'll give you 98% on that one. It's good. Let's call it a complete victory. That's even better. Gobble ganger. I like that. <laughs> like a doppelganger, right? Right. Uh, I got a little bit carried away. I got carried away. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but don't worry because next week, because we, we'll, I'll give you another. I have another turkey, turkey groaner that I, I'm going to try okay. to spread the, the Thanksgiving a little bit. Okay, here's the second okay. one. At what hamburger chain do you eat if you have gastro gastrointestinal distress? At what hamburger chain do you eat? Now, this this chain, you could have eaten at this chain in Austin, but you couldn't have eaten at it in Iowa. It's not in Iowa, but it is in Austin, and it's mostly West Coast. Any thoughts Ooh. on what this place would be? In an Outburger place? You got it, in an Outburger. 
Wow. John. John. I got two. You are a winner. I got two. Give that man two oh. dollars.